You're listening to Empty Nest Empires podcast, episode number eight. I thank you so much for joining me today. I have a really great topic for us to cover today, and that is what you need to know before you quit your job. I see so many people right now who they see the opportunities on the internet. I mean, latest statistics are there's 1,700 new millionaires added in the United States daily. Yeah, why not me? Why not you? We all think this way. And so we've got visions of grandeur. We have an idea. We have a plan. And we just want to quit our jobs and go for it. But there's a strategy that needs to be considered here. And so I've invited my friend Kenya Kelly. Kenya is an accomplished business executive, a teacher, and an inspirational speaker. She found her voice by writing and speaking about understanding your God-given purpose and living up to your fullest potential. She captures her audiences by conveying powerful lessons of overcoming fear, self-doubt, and her own divorce to creating successful six-figure businesses, utilizing her gifts and her corporate background. Kenya is the CEO of If You Brand It, a branding and consulting firm in Redding, California, where she strategically helps business owners go from the formulation stage of a business to developing million-dollar brands. She believes that branding is what people say about you when you are not around. So we need to tell them what to say. And you know, that topic alone, we could talk about forever. But right now, I want to concentrate on this book that Kenya has just published, Before You Quit Your Job, A Strategic Guide for Entrepreneurs. Now, I'm all about strategy. Kenya's all about strategy. So I hope that you will enjoy our conversation that we had this week about what to do before you quit your job. Okay, your nest is empty, or it will be within a few years. So now what? Whether you know it or not, we are building empires. Empires of faith, family, fun, fitness, and of course, finance. And those empires are the legacy we leave for our loved ones. I'm Tammy Romani, an empty nester mom, grandma, and entrepreneur with a vision for ever greater things in the years ahead. It's never too late, and there is no limit to what we can do. I'm so happy you're here. Now let's get to building. Okay, my guest today is Kenya Kelly. You've just heard me introduce her, her official introduction, but she's a friend of mine. We have a lot of fun together whenever we are able to be in the same room. And honestly, we have a lot of fun together online as well. Just, yes. you know, back and forth comments on each other's posts and uh, messaging and things like that. And I have watched her publish a book in probably the fastest time I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like I have been watching from the sidelines going, I know people have been writing books for two years and they haven't done what yeah. you've done. She had a vision for this. God told her go. And honestly, tell me how long did it take you, Kenya? Uh, well, I started writing like three years ago, but I just quit. But oh, when God okay. told me to, he said, do it now. It was three weeks, three weeks, 20 something thousand words. What? So you yeah. had just a few things written, some ideas, and then you quit writing it. Can you back us up to that place? Why did you want to write it back then? 
and why did you quit? Yeah. So I've been in network marketing for a very long time. Like I started back in 2002. And one of the reoccurring themes that we were being taught in network marketing, I think just because they didn't understand was quit your job. If you quit your job, you can run your business full time. And so I watched myself quit my job too soon and pretty much lose everything because I didn't know how to run an actual business. And I watched hundreds of people lose everything. I watched people get divorced and all the things. And I, you know, over time I realized people don't know what they're doing. We all know how to hustle, but if you're going to build a business, that takes a whole nother level of things. And so I was so passionate about it that I was on a cruise ship writing the book. And then I think I had a conversation about a blog I was going to write or something to somebody. And they said, are you going to write like that? And they talked bad about my writing just slightly and it just derailed me. I was just, Mm. that was it. And I just quit. Yeah. That was before you didn't care what everybody thought. Right, right. Yeah, right. I mean, that was when you cared. Like, yeah. It's funny how we let um, one comment, one comment from one one person who doesn't know our hearts and our drive and our desire. I literally waited a year to start a podcast because I mentioned it to somebody and she just very offhanded went, "Mm, yeah, I'm not seeing that for you. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm not supposed to start a podcast, but I knew I was supposed to start a podcast. So let this be a lesson to (laughs) y'all. Yes. (laughs) But you know what? Maybe it was also God because the timing now is right. Totally. I mean, as evidenced in putting together, I mean, literally, (laughs) you were saying, hey, guys, I'm writing a book. You had that book written. You had it. I need a formatter. Now I need an editor. And hey, how can I find someone to help me record an audio book? Hey, I need a design for my cover. And literally in three weeks, you had all of that done. And I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Well, actually, the the book was written in three weeks, but I would say all the others that was completed within two months. Okay, still. Come on, two months? That is rocket speed we're talking about here. So tell me what prompted you to hop back on board this wagon. Were you seeing too many people quit their jobs too soon? Yeah. So I was, because it happened in network marketing, that was the first start. But then when I jumped into the business consulting world back in 2016, I kept hearing it again. Now here it was a totally different space with the same type of conversation. And I'm watching all of these people who have these great ideas, buy into these coaching programs, and they're like, quit your job. I'm getting ready to quit. I'm getting ready to quit. And I'm looking at these people going, you barely know how to post on social media. Why do you feel like you can quit your job and run a successful business? But I realized they just didn't know. They didn't know what they didn't know. And the coaches, I don't know why they weren't telling them this, why they weren't looking at the bigger picture for them, but they just weren't being honest with them. And so I just, I found myself getting into tiffs with people online because they would ask me my opinion and I would, I'm like, do they want me honestly? They want the truth. And so when I would tell them, you're not ready to quit your job, people stop talking to me, block me, just talking about me. And, And I think it's because they didn't really understand my heart and they didn't really understand the fact that you can make money, but you got to run a whole business. And so I just said, forget it. It's I just got to write this book, but I still wasn't ready to write the book. What happened was people kept coming up to me. Like I believe in prophecy, how God will tell someone something 
and tell you, tell them to tell you something. And people kept coming up to me saying, God said, write the book, write the book. And I was like, what book is he talking about? And people were like, it's a book on branding. It's a book on divorce, the book on faith. It's a book on miracle kitty. And I was like, this is a whole lot of different ideas, but God, you got to tell me what to do. And so I wasn't hearing anything until he invited me to move from Texas to California. And once I got in town, he told me to go to LA for a conference. And as I'm driving to LA, I hear him say, finish the book. And I was like, what book? And he said, before you quit your job. And that was it. That's amazing. That's amazing. And you just dove right in. (laughs) All right. So let's get into some of your content. I know this, you are so passionate about it because like you said, you, you've seen people lose their lives really because they had a job that was providing for them. They had a vision for themselves to either get into network marketing or start an entrepreneurial journey and they they weren't up to speed on on really what a roller coaster that is right yeah. and and the knowledge that they need and the numbers i'm yeah. sure you're talking about crunching the numbers yeah for actually surviving with you know not having this security of a, an actual 9 to 5 job and everybody in you know that wants to dive into the entrepreneur space that's what they dream of is their quit day yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me what is the most important thing people need to remember when they, they're dreaming of their quit day. Maybe now my audience is a lot of creatives, a lot of voice actors, a lot of writers, a lot of people in the creative space, artists who want to sell their art, do their art, do their creativity. Totally. You know, that's a roller coaster in itself. Many of them have a nine to five job and they do this on the side as they're building it. Another big audience of mine is empty nesters. So maybe they're looming towards retirement and they're just dying to quit. And they don't even know if they could retire early. You know, maybe they want to retire two years early and get that extra time with their grandkids. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just, there's so many things to consider. And I'm so happy that you've written a book to help people break this down. So let's go back to my my initial question before I started yammering there. What is the number one thing that people need to know, I guess, is what I'm asking. Yeah. So it's like, there's so many factors, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, But the first thing that I would say is I want people to understand this from the moment you were born. You, they, your parents started encouraging you to figure out what you wanted to be when you grew up. They mm-hmm. wanted you to be some kind of trade, some kind of something. And so you went elementary, middle, high, college. You went all the, the going in this lane to have this particular job, right? There's nothing right. wrong with having a job, but everything you learned, every skill, every everything was to have a job. 20 plus years. The moment you decide that you're going to go into entrepreneurship, you are back in elementary school because to go get a job, you've never learned the skill. You've never learned how to think, how to behave, how to build, how to create um, profit and loss statements. You've never learned any of that. And what happens is people get on social media and in these courses and they go, oh, well, I'm working with. Tammy Romani. And so I am where she is. And it's like, no, Tammy has been on this journey for quite some time learning. And so it's important to understand. Exactly. So number one, it's important to understand that it's okay that you have no idea what you're doing. 
That's the number one thing you have to understand. Yeah. It's okay to not know, but you have to acknowledge that you have no idea how to build an actual business, right? And the second thing, which is one of my favorite chapters, is called chapter two, hustling isn't just for drug dealers. That's my <laughs> favorite chapter, right? Yeah. <laughs> and in that concept, I basically teach people that you, everybody should have a job, a dream, and a hustle. Right. Okay. The job pays your bills. The dream is your ultimate goal. That's the big business you want to build. But the hustle funds the dream because okay. your job is not set up to pay you enough money to put into building a business. Right. Like it's, it's going to pay. Let's just say you're making sixty thousand dollars a year. It's set for you to come back every single day, every single year. It's not set so you can take half of your salary, invest it into a business so you can make millions. That's not why you got employed. So something has to give you the money in order to build the dream. And that's the side hustle. But most people never hear about that. They just think, I'm going to start this business. It's going to blow up. And it could, but it didn't always work that way. Right, right. Okay. So a job, a dream and a hustle. Okay. I, I know people who have the job and the dream. Yeah. What do you mean when you say you've also got to have a hustle that to me, that sounds like starting another business. It is. So okay. for me, so I've, how I've does always that work. Yeah. I've always dreamt of having my own uh, creative consulting company, right? That was always right. a dream of mine. Right. So when I've, when I was getting ready to do that, I was working for Sprint on the corporate side full time. And I knew that in order to start the consulting business, I had to build my business, websites, all the things and tools and products and all that stuff. And Sprint was not going to pay for that. So I knew that I had to put the dream off for about maybe one or two years, but I picked up network marketing. I got okay, involved. What w your dream was to teach people about branding and to have a branding company? The consulting okay. company, what I do now. Okay. Yes, that was okay. the dream. Right. And Sprint was the job. Okay. So I got in network marketing. Okay. And I made $200,000 in network marketing. And while I was earning that, in the background, I was building my business. In right. the background. Nobody could see it, but I was building it on a part, part, part-time basis. Right. And then once I was making uh, enough money here, I stopped doing that as much. And I started investing time teaching on social media about the business. And eventually I stopped doing the hustle and focus 100% on the business. But I had everything that I needed because the hustle funded it. That's so great. And I don't think people talk about this enough. Um, you know, a lot of people hop into network marketing companies because they love the product or whatever. And maybe that will become their dream. Like maybe they will do that full time and quit their job and do that. But what I've noticed is that often they will do that, but then they still will move into something else Yeah. because there's something else they need to teach someone. Yes. Um, and I kind of did a similar thing. I joined a network marketing company earned that car bonus in three months, you know, started going, wow, you know, this is really great. 
And I was very unprepared for the hatred that's out there for network marketing, just <laughs> as a side note. Like I had no idea because I hadn't done it yeah. before. I was just like, I love this product. It's changing my life. Let me tell you, you know, how great it is. So, um, but I, yeah, you're right. It did make money. And I did do things like buy a microphone with that money. Totally. And, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would buy, I mean, I set up this home studio pretty mm -hmm. much with the network marketing m money. I just never thought of it in those terms. Mm -hmm. Hey, exactly. I did something right. <laughs> you did good. Yes. And you good know, for me. I, I teach people that network marketing is a hustle. It's yeah. not the dream. Like somebody runs that company, somebody owns right. that company. So if they change the comp plan, you're at their beck and call, but it's right. the greatest place to invest a small amount of money and you make a lot and then you put it into something. So everybody right. at some point should be leaving their network marketing company and going after their dream. Right. Right. Yeah. That's such great advice. Yeah. So when people come to you, I know you do, you do consulting, you have um, a legacy program, you do ministry work. Yeah. I know we've talked about how your, your biggest dream is to be in ministry, but you're not going to be a broke minister, right? No. So, <laughs> so I want people to know what you, <laughs> hey, I grew up in a broke minister's house. I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> so I love that. I love that. And you know what? The more money you make, the bigger impact you can make in this world. Yahtzee. That, I mean, that is, God has given me my word for next year is impact. Wow. And for that very reason. Yeah. So we can, we can talk about that all day too, but I want to stick to the topic of your book because I want to direct people to actually buy your book yeah. and we'll post a link in the show notes, but um, let's go back to that process. I, I want to encourage people when they have a dream, mm -hmm. we want things to happen so fast, right? And I think that's part of the problem is we, it, it appears to us when we watch people on social media that they're overnight sensations. Right. Right. And we don't see the eight years behind it mm -hmm. or the five years behind it, or even the two or three or four years behind it of just grit and grind and, and pushing through and doing at learning how to do everything yourself and the, the huge learning curve with that. Um, so what was your timeline like when you had this job at Sprint yeah. You had the dream of creating a branding agency and you had the hustle of network marketing. What did that timeline look like for you? Yeah. So I always tell everybody it's like an 18 to 24 month timeline. Okay. Right now, but at the same time, I am, I'm a little different than most people. And yeah. that's because I got started in 2002. Right. And right. so in 02 is when I read my first uh, personal development book. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you talk about 17 years until we're at today. Right. Mm -hmm. But when when I started with Sprint, I already had this knowledge, already had this drive. I already knew how to build a successful network marketing business because I did it from 2002 to 2009. So okay. when I got my job Seven at Sprint. Years. That's a while. Exactly. A lot of people won't even give it two years in network marketing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yep. Um, and then I've had a lot of Holy Spirit teaching too. Um, <laughs> but, you know how that goes. Um, but I started at Sprint in December of 2014 or something like that. I got enrolled in network marketing by February of that year. By March or May, I was making $10,000 a month because I already knew what I was doing. Yeah. 
and I was making over $10,000 a month at Sprint as well. And so I was, I already had the dream. The dream had always been there my entire life, but I invested $300 in somebody's coaching consulting, like maybe, maybe that was February. So it's kind of like all this stuff was happening simultaneously, like job Mm -hmm. and then uh, network marketing and then the consulting. Um, And then I invested in someone's year long. I, I was doing all this investing and learning all at the same time. So I think it was probably like eight months when I finally said, oh, King and Kelly is going to launch this business, this brand, right? But I didn't launch it until a year later, right? Okay. So I was, I was thinking about it by like November, December one year and King and Kelly and If You Brand It didn't officially launch until September 1st, 2016. So it's kind of like, I guess it really was two years, to be honest. Yeah. Well, two years with a lot of years before that (laughs) have really, I I have found that in the, you know, when I say it's taken me eight years, 90% of that time has been learning. Exactly. And that's why, you know, I have my group, um, the Empire Builders Collective for people in my age group who are like, I have this dream, but gosh, I don't have eight years. Exactly. to learn how to use the internet and social media yeah. and all that. Because I, you know, I mean, I joined Facebook kicking and screaming just to, <laughs> you know, keep tabs on my son while he was studying abroad. Cause yeah. I had no, I had no idea. Then I noticed people were using it for business and then the whole thing just kind of rolled out from there. Right. But I think everyone's on their own journey, but it's so important to have some benchmarks along the way. Totally. So what would you say are some things people can, some boxes people can check while they're assessing maybe how much longer they have before they can quit their job or if they're almost ready or if they've got a lot, you know, a lot of learning to do, what, what are some really important things that people need to check off? Yeah, that's a good question. So the first thing that I say in my book, the number one thing is begin with the end in mind. That's Mm -hmm. from Stephen Covey's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, right? And I talk about, okay, let's just say you want to quit your job by January 2021, right? That's your goal. Mm -hmm. Well, what you have to do is you have to go, okay, on January 1st, 2021, what has to be in place in my business in order for that business to be functioning? How much money do I need to be generating from my business? Not how much money is the business making? How much is your salary? How much do you need to be generating to keep up with the life that you currently have? Because if you're making $60,000 a year right now on your job, January 1st, 2021, you want your salary to be $60,000 right. or like you're going to, you're going to lose things, everything because you didn't think that far ahead. Now, and some people got about business expenses. It, it can't be business income, right? Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot, there's so many factors in all, especially if someone has like a brick and mortar business. Oh man, that's like, you got the mortgage, you got all the things and, you know, you just really have to think about at the end of this, when you have that quit day, mm-hmm. what do you need to have in place? Not what outfit are you going to wear? Not the party you're going to have or what you're <laughs> going to post on social media, but how much money do you need to be bringing in from your business as a salary? And second thing how much money do you need to have saved? One of my mm. friends and mentors told me when I wanted to quit my job, he said, nope, 
Don't you quit until you have six months of your salary in your bank account. Wow. I was like, what? He said six months. And I was like, well, why is that? He goes, because King, your business is going to go up and down and up and down. And you're going to have expenses that you're not going to plan for. And if you have the savings, you're not going to be out of business because you planned ahead. And that's one of the reasons why the hustle is so important because you're making all that money and saving it so you can leave, you know, because some people can yeah. blow up immediately, but most people don't. Yeah. That's a huge consideration. That's a huge consideration yeah. to have savings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it's, it's stuff wow. happens all the time. And yeah. then when you leave your job, you got medical expenses, all the things. Mm. I'll tell you what the biggest thing for me is the, the health insurance issue. <laughs> Yeah. And how much it really costs, especially yeah. in California. Yeah. I learned real quick when I got out here. Oh, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Still shocks me every month. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what would you like people to really take away from, that, from you today that makes them want to learn more from you? Because I yeah. think we've just barely cracked the surface. And obviously, yeah. I want you all to go out and buy Kenya's book and keep keep in touch with her, follow her on social media. She has, oh yeah, show us the cover. Yay! I mean, everything is great about it. Thank you. And it's self-published. Yeah. And it's on Amazon. And I just saw you say that Barnes and Noble has ordered it in your town. Yeah. Is you're doing a thing there. Yes. I mean, we could do a whole nother podcast about how to be a local legend. Kenya right. is on her way to being a local legend since way. moving to Redding, California. Yeah. She's doing local events. She's just being brilliant about promoting what she has to offer. Mm -hmm. It's God. so good. Yeah. Um, they often say that, you know, writing a book won't make you rich. You're not going right. to get rich off of the royalties. As a matter of fact, it might cost you money in the beginning, especially when you self-publish. Yeah. But what you get from that is uh, the kind of the bounce back. Yeah, from uh, people who then go to your website and buy your program, or then go to your website and li or listen to your podcast, and you know all of that—it just all kind of works together. Yeah. So, what would you say to someone who? Oh, I'm just going to give give me as an example. Yeah, I have often felt like I have a book in me, mm -hmm. but I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, I I just don't. So you've just been on this journey. Do I just wait until I get a clear message? Like this is your subject matter. This is the thing I want you to write about. I've had 10 ideas, but none of them have ever really sparked me. You, know, yeah. you see what I mean? Like you oh, really yeah. got a spark and you, you powered through and you did it. There's a lot of people listening who have a book in them. Yeah. Do you have any advice for us? Yeah, totally. So because I love me some Jesus, um, my first thing is pray. And I know that sounds real religious and real holier than thou, but <laughs> I, I really, I'm strongly like pray and ask the Lord, what message do you want me to get out to the world? Because you have lots of messages, right? But yeah. what is the message that you, I have that you want me to get out to the world right now? And the reason why that is important is because if the, when the grace is on something, it's easier. It's not easy, 
it's just easier because there's so much I could have wrote about, but the grace was on that, which is why it happened all so fast and why people are buying it. And people are so excited about it because they're not excited that Kenya wrote a book. Yes, people are, but they're buying it because there's something in this book for them. And so you've got to first find out what is the one that God really wants you to write because he's going to really help you with that too um, when you're doing the writing process. The second thing that I tell people all the time, and this may sound kind of mean, but just hear me. um, (laughs) You have to ask yourself, what is the reason for writing it? If you're just writing a book because you want to get a book written and have it on the shelf and say, I did it, mama, I made it. That's great. I think that that's wonderful. But if your goal is to get people to buy the book, then when you're writing this book, you have to write it not just because you have something to say. You have to write it because it's going to change somebody's life. Because people don't just spend $20 on a book because you're like, I have a message and I want you to hear my message. That's not why we do it. Let me tell you my story. Right. If it's not going to help someone, they won't buy it. Exactly. I buy a book because it's going to help me, not because it just, I mean, I'll support my friends, but we don't want our friends to support. We want to sell millions of copies like Rachel Hollis in them. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know, so you have to, yeah. So you find out what God wants you to write. Second, what's the message that you have for people? And then third, ask yourself, when this is written, how will this affect someone's life? Right. When I was writing my book, I wrote all of what I wrote, but I had to pause at the end and say, okay, here's what I had to say. But what happens to the person that's brand new to me, don't know me and has gotten a copy of this book? What do I want them to take from this? I want them to hear what they should do. I want to give them the practical steps as they are reading the book. Right. And then I want to tell them what to do next when they finish the book. And then I want to guide them through their own process. And so I, all of that, I did all of that before the book came out, like inside the book is all these tools, download this, download that. And it's not just so they can get on my email list, but every single thing that was created says, Here's a person who may not never buy anything else from me, but this $20 book. And if they buy this book, they get every single thing they need to do for the next 24 months to build their business and quit their job. And that's what you want to think through when you are choosing to write a book, because it's about the person buying it and less about the author. Right. And I think that's really so true, especially in the, the, the genre of, business books, self-help books, you can tell your story as part of it because that's what makes you relatable. Yeah. But if it doesn't help someone, unless people are really into just reading memoirs, they're not, and you know, people buy memoirs from famous people, really. They don't buy memoirs from average Joe who quit his job and has, you know, a great business helping people do, you know, build houses or whatever. Right. Um, but what they will buy is, Hey, I want to build houses. Yes. Can you teach me how to do that? Or totally. what did you, you know, and, and as part of that, you tell your story. I talk in my group so much about how storytelling is so important. Yeah. And that's why you telling your personal story as part of this has been so right. important, but also I can learn a lot from hearing your story, mm-hmm. but if I don't have you know, a line of, of step-by-step boxes to check. It's really not gonna, I'm going to be spinning my wheels for a long time, which is what I've done for eight years. Honestly, I've got it too. 
yeah, you know, I mean, look at you, 17 years. I, I could, I didn't even know back when I was raising my kids that you could dream big, you know, right. and so it really, uh, let's go back to the topic of network marketing. Network marketing introduces you because of the culture inside of that yeah. industry. It introduces you to personal development like totally. I've never seen before. Yep. Yep. And that, that really gives you a big boost. Yep. So exactly. I would love to know, um, Kenya, how are your book sales going? They're going really well. So here was my thing. This is, this is me being honest. I didn't expect anybody to buy it. <laughs> okay. You just need, you know, needed to write it because you needed to write it. Okay. You know, I knew God wanted me to write it and people yeah. were telling me that God was going to do something with it. But I just had this thing was like, I just, I've never written something and someone purchased it from, I've just never done that. And I, I just yeah. can't see anybody buying it. I just can't see it. So I set a goal for myself. I wanted to sell one book the oh. day that I launched it. I said, I don't want to sell it to my best friend or to my mom. I want it to someone who is buying it because they want to buy it. And listen, when I sent that first email and that first ding happened, I bawled my eyes out. Oh, I couldn't believe it. It was two people within two minutes. I was like, oh, I just bawled my eyes out. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So this, it's going great. I, I did my own pre-order of books and they sold out before they ever got to me. So I've ordered a whole nother set of books. Um, and then the books are on Amazon. So it's kind of like, and, and here's what happened with me. I, I was writing the book. I couldn't write and sell at the same time. I just, it was just too much for me. It was such right. a task. And so I said, once the book gets into my hands, I will go into crazy marketing mode. Okay. So now we're in like crazy marketing mode, but we've already sold over a hundred books. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the beginning because so many people need to hear this message. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Have you ever had people come to you and just ask, uh, am I ready? Like here, here's my list. Can you help me? <laughs> you know, I, I haven't had that yet, but I have had people come to me and tell me all the things that they want to do and what they're doing and all that. And they ask me, um, what should they do next? And I have to go and tell them you need to get a job. Yeah. I have that happen more often than anything. And they feel, yeah. they feel so depleted, but I just give them a moment. I say, let me explain. And I go into the whole job dream hustle thing. Cause you know, cause I'm in the Jesus realm. I have a lot of people that have faith and God's going to do this. God's going to do that. And I explain to them that God told me what he's going to do with this book. Millions of people would read it, but that God did not sit down and write it. He didn't do the cover. He didn't do the forward. He didn't do the, he didn't do any of the stuff. I had to do it with him. You didn't when wake I, up in the morning and have a, a, a document filled with words. No, no, Overnight. no binding or the angels, <laughs> right? The book angels didn't come and type on your laptop. Not at all. Oh, <laughs> they were with man. me, but they didn't, they didn't write it for me. Yeah. You know, and when I explain that to people, they go, Oh, okay. It's it, like, they feel depleted at first. And then they go, Oh, so I have to do this. I'm like, yes, step by step by step by yeah. step, you know? Well, let's, let's kind of parlay that statement into how to keep your motivation. Yeah. You know, how do you keep that dream alive? Yeah. How do you be so driven that, you know, you have this thing, you know, you want to do, you know, you're good at, but you know, it's going to cost you money in the beginning to get everything set up. I mean, websites are not, I mean, it can be free, but 
right. a good one. You want, you want, you want quality, right? Totally. Um, you want to learn things. So you might need to buy a course. You might need to hire a little bit of help. You might need to outsource some things. So maybe I'm somebody who's a year into this process and I'm like, is this ever going to come together? Yeah. How do you keep that dream alive? Yeah. So the number one thing I would say is community. That's been like my, that's been my most powerful thing, you know, surrounding myself with people that could see me where I can't see me. You know, now I'm, I do have a, a audience online that encourage or whatever, but I've always had just really close friends that in those moments where I feel like I'm a failure or I feel like I can't do this and I can't do that. You know, I typically will get a call or a text message or somebody will inbox me, you know, yeah. in, in addition to that, I'm a very self-aware person and I'm a very honest person. So if I'm getting to a point where I'm like, I just can't do this, I just can't see myself being who God says that I am, whatever. I have a group of people, like five people, and I will send a text and they know it's a Mayday text, right? Because Kenya is the encourager. If that text comes through, it's time, you need to pray, you need to, you know, whatever. And so I rely on, on community, you know, even when I was writing the book, I didn't think that I could do it. And I told the whole world on social media I'm trying to do this. I've never done this before. I need encouragement. And I told the world multiple times, Shalene Johnson ends up seeing it, shares it, tells her whole crew to encourage me. Then I was like, okay, how am I going to write this every day? And I post on social, y'all, I'm trying to write 2000 words by three o'clock. Encourage me, inbox me, say something, (laughs) encourage me. And I did it every single day until the book was done. And people just, they laid it on and I it love that. made me look more human. They were like, oh, you're, no, oh, I'm for real. Yes. I think by showing people the process, you know, people just think, oh, she wrote a book. Boom. Right. No one knows what goes, goes behind that unless you start to share it. And that's the beauty of social media. Right. Is that we can actually share the process of things. It's why we're doing this live on Facebook today. Yeah. This is a podcast interview that you can hear later on Voicing Your Brand and Empty Nest Empires, but we wanted to show you the process Mm -hmm. of how to do a podcast interview. Yeah. And so we, hey, let's just click, let's go live on Facebook (laughs) and share it with our people because the more people that see the process, the more they understand. And you and I, as strategists, we want to help people with the kind of strategy that they need. Exactly. Exactly to figure out what they need to learn, you know, find out where the holes are, right. Mm -hmm. Of what you need to learn. And that comes from having conversation and being in community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that you knew enough to create that for yourself because a lot of writers will say it's such a solitary thing. It's such a lonely thing being a writer. It's such a, you know, maybe it's because you're an extrovert. Yeah. And you, and you are like, oh, heck no, I'm not writing this book by myself. I need people, right? Yeah. Um, but I do hear that from a lot of writers. They say it's, they, they describe it as a very lonely profession. And I don't see that in you. Oh, it, don't get it twisted. It was very lonely. It was, okay. Oh my God. To sit there in silence with a computer and you're looking at this Microsoft Word document and you're like, 
8,000 words. You're like, how is this ever going to be 25,000? It was extremely lonely, but I decided that I was going to involve other people because I was in California by myself. I couldn't go to somebody's house and say, let me sit with you as I write. I ain't have no friends. I just got here. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so I was like, I have no choice. Somebody has to do something because these three cats aren't talking to me. <laughs> they weren't doing anything, you know? And I was like, listen, you could easily fall into depression when you're writing a book because you're by yourself and it's so quiet. But I was like, no, somebody's going to help me. I've been encouraging y'all for the last umpteen years. Y'all about to encourage me. Until yeah, it's time to that. flip the script on that. And now it's like, it's me time. It's my right? time to... It's- Every, people were shocked. They were like, what? I'm like, no, I mean, no, no. Not to mention you had just made a move across the country <laughs> exactly. from Texas all the way to Northern California on your own, just because you, you heard the voice of God say, <laughs> I want you to move here. No friends, no people, None. you know, and that in its own, that that's such a big thing that usually takes yeah. people a year to adjust to. And then shortly <laughs> after you get there, you realize, oh, I'm supposed to now write this write book. <laughs> Yes. You know? Yes. Which I yeah. love that. Yeah. I, I felt like that. I was off of misery. Remember when the writer went to go write his book? I felt like I was him. <laughs> Except yes. Kathy Bates wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're very quick to find community and I'm glad that you were able to create the space around you. Yeah. Do you have anything that we haven't covered that you think is important that people know about? Uh, no, I guess I would want to encourage those that are, you know, going into entrepreneurship. You hear me talk about the book before you quit your job and the whole job thing. I just want to encourage you that, you know, you've got something, you've got something that God has given you. You've got this dream, you've got this passion and you can, you can do it. Like some of you all are saying, well, I'm too old or I'm not tech savvy. Well, if you're not in the grave, you can do it. Okay. You just have to like, instead of looking at the elephant as this big, huge elephant, you need to just write it all down. It's kind of like when I was writing the book, I was like, I didn't know what all needed to be done. And here's what I did. I made a really, really long list on a Microsoft Word doc. And it was like on October the 15th, when this book is completed, what all needs to be done. And the list was longer than Rapunzel's hair. It was so (laughs) long, but I was like, this is what needs to be done. And today I'm going to do this one, two, three. And I just took myself through the process. And some days I wanted to quit, but guess what? On October the 15th, when it was that final day and I sent that final email, I didn't have, I didn't know what to do with myself for the next two days. Cause I was like, well, what do I do now? Because yeah. I had taken each day to go through the list and I completed it. And now I have this book in my hands and I cried my eyes out when that book came. Why? Cause I knew what it took to do that. I knew the 17 years. And so I'm saying to you, I'm just like you. I just made a decision to just make a list and then to chop at the bit and don't quit. Because on that day, when whatever that thing is happens, you'll be super proud of yourself because you persisted. Yeah. I feel like uh, in two years, you should have like the, the Dave Ramsey does the debt-free shout out. I think you should do the quit, quit day shout out yes. on your page. That's actually one of my goals. My goal is to have a big conference called Before You Quit Your Job. And I'll have like testimonials of people that I've walked through building businesses. That's my goal. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a great goal. That's a great goal. So you already know what you're supposed to do next. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you finished a big project like that and you've got that big, like, oh, 
let down thing. And then you go back to business as usual, going back to my branding business, back to my legacy building, teaching people how to do business and all of that. Um, was that a bit of a letdown for you? Do you need a big project now that you've completed something like this? Um, I actually needed a couple of days. I couldn't do, I couldn't work. I was like, I needed a couple of days to just realize what had happened. Yeah. You know, um, but when I went back to working, it was kind of like, okay, back to business because to write a book was not, okay. The creative part of business development and branding and the consulting part, it gets my, my blood going every single day. Writing the book didn't do that. Right, right. now promoting the book. Grind. And, it's right. Grind. It was like, it was kind of like a, whoo, that monkey's off my back now. Now I can get right. back to the thing that brings me life, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you like strategizing with people. Totally. You like talking to people one-on-one -on -one and speaking into their lives for I'm an extrovert. Personal. Yeah, yeah, I do too. It, it yeah. lights me up. I yeah. love it. I love this. I love everything about this, and I think you're going to help so many people. Um, I want to make sure people know how they can find you, and I want everyone to know that uh, Kenya does many things. So she has an agency called If You Brand It right? And that's yep. if you brand it.com yep. where you can get your logo done, website design, all kinds of things. She has people. Yeah. Yes. yes. Lots of people. She knows how to pull people together to work for her and do that. And then she also has uh, your main website is kenyakelly.com. Yep. That's You're it. Right about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And tell us what they can find there. Yeah. So Kia Kelly is more so a business consultant where if you are trying to figure out what kind of business you should have, what your brand should be, your types of products, anything from the beginning stages of a business to launching and actually making money. So if you're trying to get in contact with me for any kind of help or courses or masterminds or even the book, everything yeah. there is on KiaKelly.com. Perfect. Thank you. And be sure to connect with her on social and, yeah. and her Instagram. You're so funny. <laughs> I just get such a kick out of you because Kenya, you're so real and you're so funny and people need that in their lives. Y'all need some Kenya in your life. Hey. So thank you for being here today. Thank you so much, Tammy. You're amazing. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> I really enjoyed this interview with Kenya and, you know, she's such a joyful person to work with, to be friends with, and just to follow. If you need some inspiration, you should follow her on Instagram at the very least and also on Facebook. Join some of her groups. But if you want the book, you can get it, of course, on Amazon, but you can also get it on her website. And if you buy it directly from her at kenyakelly.com book, you will get also a free download of her audiobook. And hey, that's a win, right? So I hope that this has given you some food for thought. If you enjoyed this episode, would you give us a review? Five stars would be great. This is like kind of giving us a tip in the tip jar. It tells podcasters that you like the content and that you want more. And believe me, more is coming. I've got great things in store for us and I cannot wait until uh, we meet again. So stay tuned and have a great day great day. Bye-bye.